Hi, Jim Stones. Welcome to the episode of Blurg. Today, we're discussing Florida, the 10th episode of 30 Rock's final season, season seven. Jack and Liz spontaneously head to Florida, shocking, and discover some fascinating news about Colleen's roommate. And they were roommates in this, the month of pride. After spending most of her life as a crotchety bigot, turns out Colleen just needed a Florida finger blast to find happiness. You can drop the quotation marks, Jack, and enjoy your warm Gatorade. In other news, Hazel's suing TGS, but not to worry. The problem solvers are on the case. There's nothing three million oranges can't fix. Scurvy and... I'm sure a second thing. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out. Unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. Nice haul, Mr. CEO. Did you get my gift? I assume it was the bottle of wine with the card reading, Dear Doritos. What about just selling bags full of your dust? I could put it on chicken or fish. Obviously, there was a mix-up. I wrote you a very heartfelt note that said, Congratulations on becoming CEO. Do you know anyone at Doritos? Well, I'm not CEO yet. The board has to rubber stamp me. There'll be a party for me later this week. Then I have to drive around with my headlights off until someone flashes me. Then I have to, well, it's not important. In the meantime, I'm tying up some loose ends. I'm heading down to Florida this afternoon to take care of my mother's estate. Fittingly, she left everything to her live-in nurse, Martha, the house I paid for, the silver, my grandfather's purple heart. It's terrible what alcoholism can do to the body. She really didn't leave you anything? That's not very nice. I loved my mother, Lemon, obviously, because of Stockholm Syndrome. But she was, on her best day, a miserable old crone whose only joy came in sharing her unhappiness with others, even in death. So, Emma, you've never seen this episode. No. So tell us your thought. <gasps> Shocking. Funny, though, right? <laughs> it's very funny. Jenna had some not-age-well lines. Uh... <laughs> But the whole Jack and Liz storyline was amazing. And I'm so glad Colleen found happiness. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad she she found the carpet and just munched on it. <laughs> and I wish we had gotten to see the vases. <laughs> bosses. I know. That <laughs> was beautiful that they were all blurred, though. And I don't know what's... I know in real life this is when he meets Hilaria Baldwin, mm-hmm. Hillary, and stops <laughs> drinking alcohol and gives up sugar. So he's very thin. But I also think he's had like a facelift. He's obviously dyed his eyebrows. Like yeah. they are not, they haven't found the right tone yet. It's a little too red. He looks a little rip torn, but he looks great. It is very rip torn. Yeah. yeah. But he is, Mr. he is Christ. in the midst of his transformation to being the man who's about to knock out seven kids. Transformation. Are you, you said that in the Dracul accent. Dracul. Are you also a human? <laughs> I feel like this episode, bits and pieces of it live in me all the time. Yeah. The Dracul, stay with me. Like, I feel like I say that all the time. So funny. <laughs> Uh, and then Hazel came back, and it wasn't the worst. It's not. Ah! I, yeah, I don't know. That facial thing is interesting <laughs> because, yeah, when he lost that weight, he lost it pretty quickly, but he didn't get Ozempic face, which is literally just like any face that loses a lot of weight quickly. Amy Schumer, I was listening to her talk about being on Ozempic today. She's like, it's terrible. She's like, yes, I was thin, but I was like, I can't lift my child. <laughs> I'm too tired. Because it basically just keeps you from eating. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's like, so I was one of the people who got really sick. She's like, so I dropped all the weight. And then I was like, Ugh, I'm not sure that I can drive a car, but I'm so scared. <laughs> Me at Lindner. <laughs> so what are your overall thoughts? Overall. This was super fun. I love the way that they closed the loop. Elaine Stritch had not died at this point, but she died soon after. And <laughs> I feel soon like soon after, a couple years. years. Yeah. 
in the grand scheme. <laughs> so this was a nice send off for her. And I love the fact that she spent all of her life being just like a little, honestly, homophobic bitch. And then she found a little lesbian lover. And Jack coming to terms with that is also very humorous. It's just sweet. It's heartwarming and funny. I over my mother's vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It felt very much like... Uh, like Jack saying, it's just an upside down wow for his cookie jars, where he just doesn't face reality when it comes to his mother. But, you know, who would want to admit that that's just a bunch of snatches? And Liz is the worst. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Way to make this all about you while we're laying in my dead mother's house. <laughs> Together in one bed. Sexy. Old mattress, old mattress, all. Oh. <laughs> Butt to face or face to face? And we meet Hepcat Kenneth. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. It's a fun one. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the Jenna lines will come upon, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I forget them now. We also have uh, Tim Meadows. Martin Luther King. I <laughs> <laughs> also didn't super duper finish law school, so. Same. I didn't go. <laughs> but you're right, you didn't finish. Everything can be about me if you try. <laughs> If you just manifest it, it'll happen. Just manifest it. I'm manifesting it and the asshole of my mind. My mind's whole. My third third eye blocked. You're making it worse. I ha- I have to lean in. I started it. It's like me too. And our other podcast, Emma was trying to say manifest when she said manifest. And in this, the month of pride, we, we were just, just like, yeah, we gotta, gotta just let it live, you know? Instead of mind grapes, I just have a mind hole. And sometimes people have to plumb the depths of it. And we've got Megan Mullally. Yeah. <laughs> My mother died while giving birth to me. That's terrible. So she couldn't say Beverly, just Bev. Yeah. <laughs> You laugh like you've never heard that before, but it was in the episode. I've watched all of this 17 times. It's still <laughs> super funny. Really, Bev? Oh, thank you so much. Wait, no, you should, you should be Liz, because then you get to oh, say your favorite line. Wrong. Really, Bev? Oh, thank you so much. That is wonderful news. <laughs> wonderful news? The last time I said that was when my pet... News. Learned the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> Classic Tracy. You'll miss this. Anyway, that was one of the adoption agencies we're working with, and they may have a kid who's perfect for us. He's a three-year-old boy from Transylvania. Stay with me. His name is Dracul. Hear me out. He's a hemophiliac with a sleep disorder. Children change everything. Sorry, I was chewing off mic and Julie had to pick up the slack. Yeah, we we told them what was happening. I'm not sure what makes it in or not. Well, I assume all my lines are obviously going to suck in, though. <laughs> right now, you can do what you want, but once you have kids, you have to be on their schedule, watch their cartoons, and touch their poop. Tracy, you still do whatever you want. That's right, I do. Squirt ketchup <laughs> on the wall. All over the walls. But you don't, so have fun while you can. Be spontaneous. You know, stop being you. I'm spontaneous. For instance, I started talking where I had an example of how I'm spontaneous. <laughs> she tries to squeeze the fart bottle, but it just goes... <laughs> fart bottle. The, the fart bottle. <laughs> <laughs> fart doctor. It won't stop farting. Uh, so then she goes up into Jack's office where he's got mountains of gifts everywhere. Nice haul, Mr. CEO. Did you get my gifts? Just like Colleen would always make sure because she was fucking F.A.O. Schwartz for his little Christmases. I assume it was the bottle of wine with the card reading, Dear Doritos... What about just selling bags full of dust? 
Or your desk. <laughs> I could put it on chicken or fish. <laughs> Obviously, there was a mix-up. I wrote you a very hard note. your desk, my best. <laughs> it said, congratulations on become seeing, becoming CEO. Do you know anyone at Doritos? <laughs> well, I'm not CEO yet. The board has to rubber stamp me. There'll be a party for me later this week. Then I'll have to drive around with my headlights off until someone flashes me. Then I have to, well, it's not important. In the meantime, I'm tying up some loose ends. I'm heading down to Florida this afternoon to take care of my mother's estate. Fittingly, she left everything to her live-in nurse, Martha. The house I paid for, the silver, my grandfather's purple heart. It's terrible what alcoholism can do to the body. She really didn't leave you anything? That's, that's not very nice. I love my mother, Lemon. Obviously because of Stockholm Syndrome, but she was, on her best day, a miserable old crone whose only joy came in sharing her unhappiness with others, even in death. She is the only person in the world to have sarcastic last words. It, on the back of... On the wall, it has a picture of Colleen engraved with her last words, and happy is in quotation marks. I just want you to be happy. I just want you to be happy. Oh, mother, how I miss you. <laughs> anyway, I thought you might like to come to Florida with me. I can get you a VIP pass to Universal's Harry Potter World. I'm not some kind of a nerdy slut. I like Star Wars. <laughs> Lemon, I'm not relishing this trip. It'd be nice to have someone with me. Are you coming or not? Yes, I am. How's that for spontaneous? Florida on a weekday? <laughs> to that store that sells long sleeve SPF shirts. She steals one of the gifts. But about bow. Hey, I need someone to sign for this water. Um, no. You need a nobody to sign for that water. We're on TV. Okay, then who's in charge? Well, Liz, but she's in Florida. Or Pete, but he went to a lamp producers convention in Albany. I saw him pack a wig. Tracy. Does this mean we're in charge? They sign it together. <laughs> They're like holding each other's hand. I just thought they were making an X, but it's more than that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they sign. They sign Jeremy Baramy. Where do you want the water? Good place. So the elevator is packed with those giant water jugs. Mm -hmm. Then there's the montage of the mistakes they've made. They're going to make. The yeah. guy to fork lift directly into the wall. They find <laughs> a rotten orange in the refrigerator. Tracy wants to order three and Jenna orders three million. <laughs> I'm sorry, where is Liz Lemon? She's out of the office. Is there anything we can help you with? We've got about, Jenna looks at her empty arm, <laughs> ten minutes before we go watch shopping. Well, this does affect the two of you. I'm Martin Luther King from NBC's in-house counsel. A former TGS employee has filed a harassment lawsuit against this production and both of you individually. Complainant is seeking damages in the amount of $50 million. Tracy hits the intercom, which just gives him a dial tone, and he says, Hold my calls, giant bee! I assume you know this woman? What's her name? We're supposed to do that together. Ready? Was it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's a bitch, but she's a funny one. <laughs> so now we're down in Florida. We meet Martha. What do we know her from? Well, we don't know her from anything, but she was on the Bounty Hunter, Roman J. Israel Esquire, and Delivery Man in one episode of SVU, bitches. Hey. She's made it. <laughs> her name is Linda Kravit. Grab it. Who cares? So here are the things your mother wanted you to have. Oh. The baby shoes she found after that fire? God, she loved looting. <laughs> Colleen was such a lovely woman. Thank you, Martha, but you don't have to do that. I mean, you knew Colleen. And there's so much I miss. Her kindness, her laugh. Her laugh, of course.
course. <laughs> oh, she was the happiest person I ever met. Sure. Remind me of some of the happy things my mother would do. Oh, you know, tell jokes and up pranks. Her nickname here was Mrs. Silly. Oh. <laughs> Uh, tell me, Martha, how long exactly did you work for my mother? I'm sorry. <laughs> she runs out. What the hell is that? She'll miss Colleen's laughter? That woman clearly didn't even know my mother. This is a scam. She took advantage. An old lady. I saw this on Dateline. Next, we'll be holding hands in adjacent bathrooms. Or maybe that was a Cialis commercial. <laughs> it's all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the police. Thank you for calling Florida Emergency Services. If this is regarding an anaconda in a crawl space, press 1. If a sinkhole full of Indian bones has appeared in your living room, press 2. If you want to know why Jag wasn't on this week, press, press 3. If you're Shabbos Goy... Why can't we just cut this state adrift and let it crash into Cuba? Honestly, yeah. We'll just solve this ourselves. Like that woman on Dateline who tried to solve her sister's murder then disappeared. But we won't go scuba diving with her husband. <laughs> Lemon, when Martha comes back, I'll distract her while you sneak around and go through her things. It's a caper. Who's spontaneous <laughs> now? Tracy. So we're back in Liz's office with Tracy, Jenna, and Martin Luther King. Okay. Start from the beginning. Well, the plaintiff's deposition alleges that... No! From the back! What kind of dinosaur was your grandfather? <laughs> Um, the plaintiff alleges that there is widespread a widespread culture of depravity here at TGS. Sexual harassment, intimidation, threats of violence. Her deposition is very gross. Her deposition is very gross. I like the way he says it. Her, sorry, you Not did the it way better. You say it. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't do it right either. But her, I like the way Tim. Her deposition is very gross. Yes. So we flash back to Hazel's Terry testimony. Gross? She's <laughs> holding a doll that looks just like Hazel, wearing a page outfit. I'm going to use this doll to show you what Tracy and Jenna did to me. No, no! And she shoves it down her shirt head first. <laughs> yes! She smashes the doll's head against the table. <laughs> now she's rocking the doll. Ooh, ooh. Then you see her barefoot stomping on the doll's face. <laughs> she's holding the face to her doll. Ah! She's lying like a rug. Rug is an offensive term for Persians that I made up. Boo! Gross. We would never do that to a page. Maybe that tall Asian one. Oh, yeah, Miranda. Her hair is so thick and black. <laughs> Please don't include me in this. <laughs> Look, legal views this as a frivolous lawsuit. Hazel Wassername, a.k.a. Richard Drench, <laughs> has a long history of suing former employees. So all we need is for everyone who works at TGS to sign the affidavit saying they've never witnessed or been a party to any inappropriate behavior. I once played a lawyer in a movie, so I know all about winning your son's love back thanks to a magic camera. Yes, movies are terrible. Well, don't worry. We'll get everyone to sign. We don't really don't want this to go to court for a number of reasons. You two could be personally liable for any damages. Hank Cooper hates any type of negative publicity like this, and I didn't super-duper finish <laughs> law school, so... Uh, the phone ra- I'm sorry about that. Oh, we're done. So we're back in Florida. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss your mother so much. She was an angel that fell from heaven. Uh, yes. So was Lucifer. <laughs> It's Liz, not Tracy. I don't know why it's Liz. Do you have a bathroom I could use? Uh, down at the end of the hall. <laughs> didn't have to change it. I did for me. Okay. <laughs> I may be a while in there because I have a gluten thing that turns my business white. Just go. We're supposed to do it together. No. <laughs> not again. <laughs> so, Martha, tell me some more funny Colleen stories. 
Liz is in the bedroom. Colleen had two night tables? And she looks over, and it, it looks like they were cohabitating. One side's Martha's, one side's Colleen. She picks up a book. Kama Sutra. Huh? And then it's like a love M. And then there's a painting of naked Martha. <laughs> Old white hands cupping them. Like the Janet Jackson <laughs> picture. Um, and then there's photos of Colleen and Martha swimming with a dolphin, being silly washing a car at a formal event. Schmesbians. Schmelma. Do you think they're friends with Schmelma? <laughs> I know, right? Where are my manners? This is Florida. Let me boil up a pot of hot Gatorade. Is blue okay? And Liz is like, Jack, bedroom. <laughs> Lies. Martha's been telling me Colleen loved children and animals. The only animal Colleen ever bought me was a minor bird who was later revealed to be Colleen's personal spy. <gasps> I told that bird everything. <laughs> no, Jack, it's not a scam. I think Martha and Colleen were together. Um, I have to do the next line of Liz's so Jack can please for you. Okay. <laughs> have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? It's a thing. Men die first, and these older women are alone and turn to each other for companionship. Like my Aunt Linda and her roommate, Jean. But they weren't lesbians. Oh, my God, of course they were. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Lemon, listen to what you're saying. Calling Donaghy was gay. She could be bi. She could be pan. She could just be, like, down for the ride. <laughs> she stopped watching the Bruins because Derek Sanderson's mustache made him look like he takes his sandwich with a pickle. <laughs> They shared a bed, Jack. A sleep number bed set to two drastically different firmness levels. Only an insane person would do that if they were sleeping alone. Insane. <laughs> Martha tricked Colleen into thinking she was her friend, and of course two friends can share a bed. For example, Abraham Lincoln and his roommate Joshua Fry slept... Speed. Joshua Fry... Joshua Fry speed. Martin Luther... <laughs> error, error. Slept in the same bed until Joshua died from dancing too long at a party. <laughs> Joshua F. Speed met Lincoln in 1837 when Lincoln stopped at the store that Speed Co. owned in Springfield, Illinois to inquire about the cost of bedding. The two became fast friends and shared a double bed over the store for four years. Gay! Oh, we love it. I miss the month of pride. The Gatorade's on. While we're waiting, I DVR'd a documentary about the woman who decided Pat Summit's Blazers. She was a the Lady Vols basketball coach who like retired in 2012 and then died of Alzheimer's in like 2016, where she's really fast. Mm -hmm. And she wore very manly lesbian. Uh, <laughs> but I don't think she was a lesbian. Schmesbians. <laughs> um, so we're back in New York. Kenneth, we have this signed affidavit regarding this Hazel situation from everyone on the DGSU or crew, except you. Look, I get it. I know how former lovers can have a hold over you long after they're gone. In some ways, I'm still pinned under a passed out Harvey Weinstein, and it's Thanksgiving. Jesus, yeah. So like also everyone Weinstein. knew. <laughs> I don't want to respect his name. We're pronouncing it right. But Ugh. the truth is, Hazel's gone, Ken Jennings. And to prove it, we hit a camera on a gigolo friend of ours and asked him to seduce Hazel. Sloppy Rodney. Do you know him? He has syphilis. So we're in the first-person camera view. Hey, baby, you want to get down? Sloppy Rodney, it's me, Richard Drench. I remember that ass. Please stop. <laughs> Hazel isn't the reason I won't sign that affidavit. The truth is, I have seen a lot of inappropriate things here at TGS, and I don't want to lie about it. What's well, a big deal. Lying is easy. For example, there isn't a hole in my pocket where I keep touching my <laughs> penis. See? Easy. Oof. Not for me, sir. I've lost a lot this past year. I went from being a page to a janitor. My girlfriend dumped me. The only thing I've left is my integrity. Now you both know I'd do anything for you. I would do anything for love. Sorry. But I want you to think long and hard 
before you asked me to sign that affidavit because you'd be making me give up who I am. Whatever, Whatever sign, sign it. it. Uh, uh, sign it. <laughs> Back to Martha. I apologize. We never had the need for a second bedroom around here. This is usually where I store my woodworking tools and the pottery I make. The powdering's vaginas. It's pottery pussies. What's the problem, Lemon? They're just lumpy flowers. Now, I don't know who usually sleeps on which side, so I put a strawberry calcium chew on both night tables for you, Liz. Uh, we're co-workers, Miss Edwards. Uh, we're not. No. no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. I just assumed. That's quite all right. A lot of people are making wild assumptions today. Our relationship is purely platonic. If Plato had an elderly shut-in aunt. Uh, you know what Plato did have? A gay relationship with Socrates. Lemon, the only way you're like Socrates is... Okay. Lemon, the only way you're like Socrates is that you have a body. Lemon, the only way in which you're like Socrates is that you have a. Lemon, the only way in which you're like Socrates is that you have the body hair of a Greek man. (laughs) Are you sure you aren't married? Because this seems pretty married. (laughs) Siri, find me the nearest hotel. Finding hookers. Is that right? (laughs) Oh, you don't want to go out. The Vietnam vets are starting to retire. They get antsy at night. And all these palm trees. No, that's all right. We can sleep together because there's nothing weird about two friends sharing a bed. Right, Jack? Of course not. Your pajamas have a turtleneck? (laughs) They're from the L.L. Bean Maritime Professional Collection. (laughs) So what way do you want to totally normally sleep together? Face to face or butt to butt? (laughs) So Uh, Jack's like, "Uh uh-oh, careful, old mattress. And then boom. They roll into (laughs) each other. Because of that saying, Lemon, that nothing will happen in this bed tonight, and I'm referring, of course, to your digestive failings. I'd laugh, but I'm trying not to do the thing that you just <laughs> referred to. Why didn't anything happen between us? Good God, Lemon. If you're trying to conjure my mother's ghost, you could just shake a jar of coins while praising Jimmy Carter. No, I'm not saying I wanted something to happen, but why didn't something happen? We spent a lot of time together. We've been drunk together and day drunk together and on the rebound at the same time. And also, you're kind of a slut. I did sleep with Jenna a lot during season three. Oh, my God. If I were a different person, would you have hit on me? I like how harassment didn't have that little star, but hit does. (laughs) I understand what you're getting at, Lemon. There was a particular youth-oriented priest in my childhood parish who went after everyone but me. Oh. Even Fat Ralph, and he ate his boogers. I felt so unpretty. (laughs) No, this isn't about appearance, Jack. Did nothing ever happen between us because I'm not fun? Good God, Lemon. Obviously a relationship, however you define it. Mentor, oh, that's you. Mentor, mentee. Sister, fully and work, work, (laughs) (laughs) It's more interesting than some dating scenario. And obviously to ruin what we have with a tawdry yet expert sexual encounter would have been a mistake. Obviously, but is it the kind of mistake I should have made? Tracy told me I haven't lived. You're allowing Tracy to criticize your life choices? Tracy? Tracy Jordan? Tracy Morgan Jordan? So now we're back at the office where Jenna and Tracy are fighting to keep the three million oranges behind the door. (laughs) Now they're stuck in the office. Now what? But he's right. I haven't done anything impulsive ever. I don't have any tattoos or broken bones. I've never been high except for that choir trip to Montreal where I accidentally ate a ton of marijuana. (laughs) Also, maybe I was never attracted to you because you're the kind of person who finds a way to talk about herself while lying in (laughs) my dead mother's bed. Wow. Okay. Well, for the record, it's mutual. I wasn't exactly chomping at the bit to be with a middle-aged man with crippling mommy issues. First of all, it's champing at the bit. Horses champ. (laughs) Second of all, I'm not going to fight in bed with a woman I'm not even having sex with. Why? Is it weird? Of course it's weird. Lincoln was super gay. Thank you. (laughs) I don't want to think about my mother. And I know they're sponsored flowers. 
my mother's vagina. They're my mother's vagina. They're my mother's <laughs> vagina. No. They're my mother's vagina. Vagina. I am like the following joke about Bjork's, Bjork's swan dress. Tired. Uh, I've seen dresses that look fly, but never dresses that can fly. I couldn't sleep at all last night. I've got this weird sick feeling in my stomach. Me too. It's the same feeling I got in 1997 when the jury foreman looked at me and said, Guilty! I had to close my water park. I forgot to make an opening at the end of the slide. Is that what this is? Guilt? I don't think so. I mean, what have we done to feel guilty about? We don't care that we made Kenneth lie, right? No, come on, it's Kenneth. Although he has been acting a little different since yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So Kenneth comes in in black leather, uh, jacket, and jeans, sideburns, <laughs> high hair, and mopping the floor. What? The Mrs. Smart? I don't care. All I, care about. I don't care. <laughs> All I care about is which jazz club I'm going to tonight. He's broken. So it's morning time down in Florida. Good morning, Jack. You sleep okay? Colleen's minor bird told me you spent the night in the car. I slept fine. Before you leave, I wanted you to have this. It was taken at the rap party for our community center's production of Grease. Your mother was Sandy. Well, the fourth Sandy. The first three died falling out of the car during summer loving. I don't know the last time I saw her so happy. I'm glad she had you to uh, take care of her. His phone rings. Lemon? Jack, you need to come to Orlando and pick me up. I'm in Harry Potter World Jail. Good God, Lemon. Obviously, our relationship, however you define it, mentor-mentee... Sister-ploy work oracle. ...is more interesting than some dating scenario. And obviously, to ruin what we have with a tawdry yet expert sexual encounter would have been a mistake. Obviously, but is it the kind of mistake that I should have made? Tracy told me I haven't lived. You're allowing Tracy to criticize your life choices? Tracy Jordan. Now what? But he's right. I haven't done anything impulsive, ever. I don't have any tattoos or broken bones. I've never been high except for that choir trip to Montreal where I accidentally ate a pound of marijuana. Also, maybe I was never attracted to you because you're the kind of person who finds a way to talk about herself while lying in my dead mother's bed. Wow. Okay, well, for the record, it's mutual. I wasn't exactly chomping at the bit to be with a middle-aged man with crippling mommy issues. First of all... It's champing at the bit, horses champ. And second of all, I'm not going to fight in bed with a woman I'm not even having sex with. Why? Is it weird? Of course it's weird. Lincoln was super gay. I don't even want to think about my mother. And I know those pots aren't flowers. They're my mother's vagina. So now we're back with Martin Luther King. Kenneth Parcell isn't signing your precious affidavit, and she tears up a piece of paper. That is a Christmas card from my strange star. (laughs) Tell him, Ken. If you've ever experienced anything inappropriate at work, just tell the truth. So Hepcat Kenneth takes off his glasses by the time he puts them down. He's back into regular Kenneth. Hey, and then he goes through all of the things that have happened to him. No, this is Lutz. No, Kenneth, you have something in your teeth. I'm just trying to lick it off. Let me do it. I'm your friend. Frank's wearing a hat that says Hug Stain with a DVD titled Sex Truck. Want to see my porn my cousin's in? Janet slaps <laughs> Kenneth. Tracy, after getting a giant lollipop, smacks Kenneth. The robot headbutts him. Subas smacks Kenneth. 
After painting one of Jenna's toenails, she slaps him. <laughs> Tuber slaps him. Martin Luther King slaps him and laughs maniacally. <laughs> Hepcat Kenneth smacks regular Kenneth. Mm. Jack it would be, is it would be your on. turn to talk now since I was talking. Let's see who breaks first. Jack's sipping on brown it's liquor. You. <laughs> <laughs> to close a very important deal, I'm going to need to loan you to give it to a Geffen for the weekend. Why do I even take birth control pills if I'm always going to be alone? You might as well take them, Kenneth. You take them. Take them. <laughs> now for days that weren't my birthday. Get me Philadelphia. Because I want to sound cool, okay, Tucker? Fine. Get me Gary Dickerson. Tracy and Jenna, high five. It was our special thing. Well, I did it. I tried to live life and it sucked. I came here without studying the park map beforehand, which is how I ended up in a long line that turned out to just be a crowd of people watching two owls having sex. Owls! The, owls! <laughs> then the park started to fill cool. up. <laughs> then the park started to fill up, but oh, I'm being spontaneous, so I tried to cut the line for the fight, flight of the hippogriff, which is where Duncan here caught me. What's the point, Jack? I am who I am, and I'm never going to change. I'll die full of regrets like that time I sat next to Richard Grieco on the airplane and just let him read his hustlers without even telling him I was a fan. Lemon, you're wrong. People can change. Maybe tomorrow, maybe when you're 85, you'll find a reason to do something totally out of character. After all, that's what Colleen did. Not to make this about me, but are you admitting that I was right about your mother's late-in-life out? I just can't believe it. I know, and a woman of color, too. Good for her. No, not that. I can't believe she was happy. She was Mrs. Silly. Oh, a sketch idea. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, when she said she wanted to be happy, I thought she was being sarcastic because when I was growing up, I thought people who wanted to be happy were weak. Hippies, Italians, kindergarten teachers. What am I supposed to do with this? I don't know how to be happy. What are you talking about? That's enough of your black Irish nonsense. Of course you're happy. It's never been the goal, Lemon. The goal has always been money or prestige or when playing hockey, the goal. <laughs> Jack, in an hour, you're flying to New York City on a private jet to a party celebrating you as Cable Town's next CEO. It's everything you've ever wanted. And Colleen is looking down on you right now, and you're happier than you've ever been. Of course I am. So Kenneth has a giant... <laughs> container. Yeah, I don't know what that has a name. Yeah. Like a bigger garbage can than garbage can. Yeah. Of oranges. Liz gets on the phone. Hello, Beverly. It's just Bev, Liz. My mother died while naming me. <laughs> well, I do have an opportunity for an immediate placement. Really? Wow. Okay. There is one issue. It's two children. A brother. It's two children. And a, a brother and a sister. Not a brother and a sister. They spend a lot of time in the attic. And we don't want to split them up. Two? Boy, that wasn't our plan. I know. It's a lot to take on. Ayo. Why don't you discuss it with that little action figure you're married to? No. No, we'll do it. Are you sure? Yes, we'll take them. We'll take both kids. There you are, Liz. I'm on my way up to see Jack, but as long as I'm still CEO, I wanted to say two things. One, did you get a little sun? You're glowing. And two, because of the lawsuit, the PR nightmare of the den of sand you've built here, I have to go ahead and cancel TGS. Next Friday is your last show. Great news, Liz. Kenneth doesn't have different hair anymore. Liz. Liz. So the coda is just... Hazel. Hazel. We'll go back and forth. Okay. 
I showed up without a bra one day, and I was viciously harassed until I put on a shirt. I once saw Kenneth Parcell naked. It was horrible. His body is just a smooth beige tube with a head. Frank Garcetano was always trying to give me porn that I had given him in the first place. I mean, what a re-gifter. There were these two (laughs) African-American giants that were always pressuring me to join their book club. (laughs) Can I please have a glass of water? She pours it down her tongue. Uh, And see. Gorgeous. It's a good one. It's a fucking blast and a half is what it is. (laughs) 1.5 blasts. coming to an end. So sad. 1.5 finger blasts is also, I think, what happened to Colleen because of the arthritis. Which affects lesbians in their older years because of all the dexterity they need. Where, Where have you read this or heard this? Did when you? I was looking up lesbian puns earlier. <laughs> you did not look up lesbian Absolutely puns. Absolutely did. Check my searches. You don't have any. <laughs> what did you say? Where do your, let's hear them. They were all like jokes. I'm not into a Colin response. <laughs> do you not believe me? I do not. Let me pull out my search history. Let me pull it up. Look at this. <laughs> I know, they're gross. What? I know. That's why I didn't use any of them. I know. Although, what does a lesbian want for Christmas? Mrs. Claus. What was Colleen? A lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think this episode's hilarious. I'm so (laughs) excited that you got to see it. Because I've seen it a billion times. It really does make me laugh. The way he says, like, I know those are my mother's. (laughs) Jonas. And all the Liz stuff makes me laugh. Yes. (laughs) Stay with me now. And then the, of course they were lesbians. (laughs) Oh my god. And Abraham Lincoln's gay. Hey. Amazing. How many gemstones? Okay, considering how funny it was, considering how late in the season and I'm getting nostalgia, so it gets nostalgia points and like close to being the end points, minus a lot of the shitty stuff that didn't age well. And probably actually wasn't okay when it aired. Because it wasn't that long ago. I'm gonna give it a ninety five. Emmers? I was going to say 92. I'm going 95. I like it a lot. It makes me laugh for a hard. <laughs> cool. Considering there have been some really bad episodes this season. Not really bad, but really bad for 30 Rock. Yeah. <laughs> this one is a high point. Fair enough. Can I wash you in the sink like a baby? No. <laughs> it's pretty close. So our second to last episode coming up is called A Goon's Deed in a Weary World. Liz's adoption request is finally approved, but she's too busy trying to single-handedly save TGS from cancellation to notice. Meanwhile, Kenneth tries to help Jack as he tries to choose his successor. Succession. My memory is that this <laughs> next episode is not good. Same. That the end is really good. The yeah. next one. Yeah. Well, because it's like a combined one, right? Is it? Yeah, I think so. It's like an hour-long finale kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, something like that. Is it? You're right. 42 minutes. Hogcock. Last lunch. Yeah, I think it's Hogcock is like the first part. Last Lunch is the second part. <gasps> Two more episodes. And this is the month of Pride. Who doesn't want a Hogcock? <laughs> After you get manifested. Well, that was a funny one. It was sweet. Almost over. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more of our nonsense and musings, you can check out Takes All Over the Place. For this week, we mostly talked about uh, trauma in my actual <laughs> life and RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> several funny tweets. Mm-hmm. Surprise winner in a game. Avenge me! <laughs> so you can check out Takes All Over the Place. If you want to join our Patreon, you just go to jib jab flip blab nib nab dib dab. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, or patreon.com slash takes five. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if you get to a certain level, I think it's what, $600 a month? <laughs> $700? It's pennies a day. Pennies a day. <laughs> it's like literally five. Um, we'll say your name. Five pennies a day? Steal. Say their names. Say, say their, their names. names. Thank you so much to dearest James and awe inspiring. Audrey wants some more. Peerless Pam, and some Bernie. And awesome Abigail, astonishing Alicia. How about lovely Laws, amazing Anne and Jocular Joel. Astounding Alina, electric Elise, luminous Lisa, marvelous Marekka. Jovial Jenny, Jubilant Jenna, Magical Mandana, Sumptuous 76 Ramones, Magnificent Meredith, Crazy Cool Cassandra, Baby Say Their Names. I'm not going to compromise my Christianity. (laughs) Hope you guys have a great week. Sorry about Nick chewing. (laughs) It's champing. It's champing. Nick's champ. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.